Does Tahiti, Bora Bora, and the South Pacific French Polynesia sound like a plan for your next great vacation? Stay with us as we do a review of Paul Gauguin in the South Pacific with a real travel expert. And as always, folks, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, and turn on all notifications to get notified each time we post. My guest today is Suzanne Rose, a real travel expert and advisor with Cruise Holidays of Oakville. Specializing in luxury vacations, destinations, and weddings, Suzanne has been wowing her guests in Oakville and across the country with personalized service and expert product knowledge. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to RTE Travel Talk. Hi, Ken. It's really nice to be here with you today. It's great to have you with us, Suzanne. I see by your bio that one of your specialties is the South Pacific and Hawaii. And we just recently had a query from one of our listeners about possibly taking a trip to Tahiti and Bora Bora. Now, I happen to know that you just recently returned from an 11-night cruise with Paul Gauguin that visited these exotic destinations. I was hoping that we could spend a little time today and you can give our followers and listeners a review of this amazing cruise vacation and the islands you visit and a few tips for folks that may be thinking of taking such a once-in-a-lifetime bucket list vacation. I'd love to. So I just came back from three weeks in the South Pacific. I flew down to Tahiti uh, Mm -hmm. from Toronto. Right. We did a layover in Los Angeles, and from there we took Air Tahiti Nui, which is about an eight-hour flight from okay. Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, we stayed at the Intercontinental on Tahiti, which is a lovely resort. Uh, it has a couple swimming pools, an infinity pool, a lagoonarium where you can swim with the reef fish. We were lucky enough to have an overwater bungalow and it overlooking Marea. It was it was beautiful. So wow. we spent about three days there right. prior to boarding the Gauguin. So can I ask you, so you were three days before you got on board the ship. How did you find the travel from Toronto through to your first destination? Was there jet lag or anything involved with that? Not as much. I mean, it's a long trip. There's no candy coating that. So it's a five hour trip from Toronto to Los Angeles. We had a four hour layover and then it's an eight hour flight to Tahiti. Okay. Air Tahiti has an interesting way of presenting that. They say they're uh, two cocktails in a movie past Hawaii. <laughs> uh, so they tr- they try and make it a little bit more enticing. And really the, the aircraft, it was a 777 and it was quite comfortable even right. in economy. And the service on board is, is quite good. Oh, excellent. Oh, excellent. All right. So we're in Tahiti. What's next on our list? After we stayed at the Intercontinental, we checked in with Paul Gauguin. The check-in process in uh, Papa'iti was quite streamlined. They gave us a, a, a brief tour, the highlights of the ship, where the restaurants are, where the theater is. There was a small presentation on board prior to setting sail. And before we knew it, we were sailing. So the, the check-in process with Gauguin was, was quite simple. Excellent, excellent. And, the, and you found the ship really nice? The ship is about 19,200 tons. 
So in comparison to, I'll say today's standards with some of the mega ships being at 200,000 tons, <laughs> it's a smaller ship, which was lovely. We were about 200 passengers. So there was plenty of room on board deck, lounge chairs, uh, never an issue. It was, so, it was lovely. So room to spread out, not a lot of passengers, a really intimate type of cruise. Very much so. And the crew I found, they actually, in my opinion, made this uh, yeah. cruise spectacular. It exactly. was very personalized service. They knew our names within a few hours. They, you know, would offer us things that we didn't even know were available on board. <laughs> so the service was, was really, it was excellent. We were just really impressed with our uh, cabin butler, the staff in the dining rooms, on the pool deck, even boarding, embarkation, disembarkation. They were all excellent. So Suzanne, what type of typical guest would you find on board a Paul Gauguin cruise? I would say the general demographic on the cruise that we were on, I would say is about 50 plus. There were some younger honeymooners on board. There were some families on board. There is a kids program on Gauguin uh, where they do experiments with the kids. They teach them about the reef, about the, the sea life, about the flora and fauna. But mainly the demographic would be in a 50 plus age group. So if you had to make a recommendation to your uh, future guests, would you recommend a Paul Gauguin cruise for families? I, I would. I, I find the, the experience, if you have the ability to share that with your family, I would not dissuade anybody from doing it because okay. there's so many experiences on the islands and on board ship that there is something really on board for everybody. Right on. All right. So tell me all about where you went and the islands and your favorite part. It's one of the places that's on my personal bucket list. Well, I would highly recommend this. Um, I've traveled quite extensively and this is absolutely the highlight of any travel experience that I've ever had. Wow. So we did an 11 night itinerary. We did the Society Islands, which are made of up of Tahiti, Morea, Bora Bora, uh, Huahini. And then we went to the private island from Gauguin, which is on the island of Taha. Uh, okay. And it's a little motu, and it's called Motumahana, where they have a little picnic type setup there. They're grilling for people. They have uh, a bar set up in the water, a floating bar, so you can swim <laughs> up and get a beverage. It was fantastic. Then we also went, we spent two days out to Cook Islands. We went to Rorotonga and Atutaki. So if I have to say which is my favorite island, it's like saying what is my favorite kid. The, <laughs> The islands were all spectacular, but they were all very different. I think people would associate going to the South Pacific with a beach holiday, which it definitely is, but there's okay. also so much more to offer there. For instance, on the island of Morea, it's quite lush and green. We rented some e-bikes and took them up to Belvedere, which is a lookout point over Cook Bay, where Captain Cook came and discovered these islands and he returned back to Polynesia 
many times afterwards. So it's not just beach. There's also very much culture right. in, in these islands. There's a lot of sacred worship temples on the various islands. So I would say uh, Marea was probably my favorite island in French Polynesia. In the Cook Islands, I would say it was Atutaki. So Atutaki is Instagrammable. Okay. Uh, it has the bluest water I think I've ever seen and the most spectacular beaches. So we took a, an excursion out to uh, Honeymoon Island and One Foot Island, which is only visited by very few people on the face of the earth. It's paradise. They call it paradise. And then we had the opportunity to walk out to a sandbar that they call heaven. Wow. So it's just a superlative. One day was even nicer than the day before. Speaking of nice days, what kind of a weather could we expect so that time of year? We, we were there in July right? and uh, the end of June, July, which is their winter time. It was not overly hot. It was about in the high 20 degrees Celsius. So 27, 28, 29 every day. Okay. Okay. And so uh, for the benefit of... Of our folks down down south of the border, that's probably 75, 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not overly hot. It was really comfortable. As a matter of fact, even on board ship in the evenings, we had the door open, didn't even have the air conditioning running. Oh, wow. So it was quite comfortable. Now, I've also been to Tahiti once before in January, which is their summer months, and it was quite warm. Okay. Um, but it also brings rain when it gets uh, to the high temperatures. So it's more of the rainy season then. But I think really Tahiti is good any time of the year. And I wouldn't say, geez, this time of the year is better than that time of the year. It's just marginally different, but the weather is always beautiful. You can visit pretty much any time of year. You can. You can. Now, you mentioned excursions. Are excursions included as part of a Paul Gauguin cruise or are they extra? It is an extra cost, but I found in comparison to other uh, cruises that I have been on that they were reasonable. We were also lucky enough, uh, it was festival time in South Polynesia where they had a local festival on Bora Bora and we overnighted in, in, at anchor in Bora Bora and we could take part in the festivities. Oh, great. Now, now with the excursions, did you book them when you got on board or did you pre-book them before you arrived? I booked all of the excursions ahead of time. Right. There's always a limited number of spots available for each excursion. But there was, I thought, a very good selection on each island of things to do. So like I said, on Morea, we rented e-bikes, which quite quite an experience because it was mainly uphill. Uh, so that extra little bit of assisted power uh, came in handy. Uh, we had also done a guided uh, jet ski tour around oh, yeah. Maria. You need a guide there because there are coral fields that you have to navigate. Of course. And we were lucky enough to come across a pod of dolphins, nursing dolphins with their babies. And it was just, uh, it was spectacular. That sounds like a magical memory. 
It absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, we also had the opportunity in Bora Bora to, we did an excursion on underwater bike. Okay. Tell me a little so, bit about that. That, that people ask, That's something that's on my bucket list too. Well, I would highly recommend it. So it's, uh, we took a short a Zodiac ride out to where the station was that right. had these bikes. So you sit on this device similar to a bicycle. So you go down about 30 feet under the surface to the ocean floor. And there's a guide underwater showing you where to navigate. They had given us some food to feed the fish. So your hands are free. And you can feed the fish. They come right up to you and nibble right out of your hands. So it was extremely fascinating. And we were down under the water for about 30 minutes. I could have stayed under the water all day. <laughs> you know, it was just so fascinating yeah. to be that close up to the sea life and the coral. So I'm assuming that was probably one of your favorite things? I think it was probably one of the highlights because it's not something that I had ever done before right. uh, and probably may never do again. On that note, if you had to make a recommendation to a future guest uh, of a must-see and a must-do on this itinerary, um, what, what would that be? We did so many fantastic things. <laughs> that it's hard to to say i mean the underwater bikes was definitely is, is something that i would recommend right. if you have the opportunity to do it, it it really is a once in a lifetime experience but we had so many of those experiences on nearly every island that it's hard to say geez this was great or you have to do that we also did a beautiful excursion to the intercontinental on bora bora for the day we took a boat over to one of the outlying islands where the intercontinental is and had a lovely afternoon there in huahini which is a fairly remote island. They only have a, a population of about 2,500 people. We went to uh, historical sites. We went to a vanilla farm where Tahiti has the purest version of vanilla in the world. And they have to hand pollinate every single plant to get the vanilla to grow. Atutaki was breathtaking. Uh, we did some snorkeling, saw some giant clams. So there was a giant clam. It was about four and a half feet wide. They explicitly told us not to put our hands in it. <laughs> yeah. They said, we're not killing the clam. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, um, that was a great experience too. There was just so many, the whole trip one day after another, it was just every day was rich in experience. Fantastic. Fantastic. On this type of cruise, is there any special visas or documents that you, that are required to travel? As a Canadian, we don't need to have a visa to travel to French Polynesia. That's absolutely great information, Suzanne. What would you advise people looking to book a cruise like this? Um, do you have any special advice or travel tips? I think if, if you're planning on doing a trip like this, I think you should plan it far enough in advance. Okay. I think a year is probably a, a, an adequate amount of time for several reasons. Pricing is more advantageous when it's a little bit further out. You have a better choice of your cabin situation. And I think the other thing that's important to, to think about is uh, there are various 
itineraries with Gauguin. They don't just do French Polynesia, the the typical uh, society islands. They also have the archipelagos of the Marquesas, the Tumotos. They also go out to Fiji and to Bali. So it's worthwhile to do a little bit of research to see what it is that you want to get out of your holiday. So when you're working with your guests, I would assume then that very much becomes a conversation that you you work with them to find out what their wants and needs and interests would be and, and, and look to match that up. Absolutely. I think, you know, most people think when they do this type of a trip, you know, they're thinking Bora Bora, Tahiti, that type of thing. And it's a beach holiday, but there really is so much more to offer in that area beyond just having a beach holiday. A lot of people also um, may tack on, I'll say an extra week at a resort after the cruise. Mm -hmm. Um, So Tahiti is the hub for Polynesia. So if you want to go to Morea, it's a 20 minute ferry ride from Tahiti to Morea. And it's a short flight to, uh, to Bora Bora from there as well. Yeah, that's great advice when you consider allows you to make maximize the value of the air that you invested in to get there in the first place. Exactly. Well, this has been absolutely great information, Suzanne, if folks wanted to reach out to you about a Tahiti Paul Gauguin cruise or another great vacation, what's the best way for them to do that? The easiest way is to give me a call at our office in Oakville at 905-337-2228 or to swing me an email. You know, a lot of people are on tight schedules and so forth. So, you know, we can uh, do set up a phone conference. We can uh, set up a Zoom. We can email and it all depends on how it suits the clients. Right. And that's Suzanne at cruiseholidaysoakville.com. It is. Yes. <laughs> well, that's excellent. Do you have any any last advice before we wrap up for the day? Yeah, I think, um, you know, so many people have uh, this trip in, on their bucket list. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it, it is realizable, you know, for several different budgets. If it's not a Gauguin cruise, there are other options out there with other ships you know, it's something that might be attainable and clients may not even be aware of that. So it doesn't always have to just be on the bucket list. It could even be realizable. Just don't dismiss it out of hand and say, you know, I can't afford it because there is options. That's right. That's right. Excellent. I always like to, I always like to ask my guests where, where they're off to next. So what's next on, on, on your travel to do list? So on my next travel to-do list is I'm doing an African safari. Really? Where? In May of next year, I'm taking a group out to Tanzania. Okay. And so we're doing a safari and then we are flying out to Zanzibar for a week afterwards. Is this a private group or is... It is a private group, but if there are people who are interested in this, uh, we can also make arrangements, um, you know, depending on time frames and so forth. Well, I look forward to hearing all about that. Perhaps we will have you back to regale us with your adventures in on the African safari. How's that sound? I would love that. That would be great, Ken. All right. Well, with that, Suzanne, I'm just going to wish you safe and happy travels. May the wind always be at your back. And I look forward to seeing you on Alito Deck real soon. Thanks for having me, Ken. Take care. You too. Bye. 
And that about wraps things up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Suzanne Rose of Cruise Holidays of Oakville. If you'd like to reach Suzanne about a Tahiti cruise or another cruise vacation, I'll leave her contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us, send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com, visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or simply leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this content, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels. <laughs>